Does that mean action? That means action. All right, here we go. Hello, we good go. evening. Steve, <clears throat> hi. Hi. This is our uh, first little podcast video cast in <laughs> two years. It's been a while. We have, uh, we have somehow been attached since 2013 in some yeah. form or another, whether it be yeah. sports Thanks or- Thanks to Peter Ferreri, um, the wonderful Pete Ferreri. I, I think you even pronounced it <coughs> very good. Uh, Anyways, yeah. so what yeah, we're, uh, we're back. We're doing a show. Um, we're, we're, doing it. It. we're just going to call it the show. I the suppose. show. Welcome to the show. Cool graphics coming soon. <clears throat> yeah, um, I've got a, got a tickle in my throat here. <clears throat> I, I know it's tickling your throat. Oh, my gosh. Apple. <coughs> Apple is not tickling your throat. Went down I, the wrong pipe. That All is right, a, anyway, so good evening. Uh, it is, I'm going to listen to you. It's Monday. Uh, we started this adventure about an hour ago, and <laughs> we're finally uh, ready to go here. Uh, I'm Clinton Cole. That's Steve Arendt. Um, we're, we're just having a show. We're going to have a show. And uh, Steve, I know that put something out on Twitter the other day about people possibly wanting to help with a, a website we might start. And I uh, got a lot of responses, and I thank everyone for that. Um, still going through the submissions. I got over 112, 113 responses, and got about a third of them uh, responded with, with <coughs> oh my gosh, help, uh, with actual uh, writing samples, video samples. And also, I keep looking at your sunglasses, and it just loses my mind. <coughs> you let me know when no. you're. I get no, you don't, don't eat in podcasts or don't eat apples in, in podcasts. <clears throat> All right, here's what we're going to do. We have some Gatorade and we're going to keep going. Just soldier through. Push on through the struggles. That's what we do. That's why right, we're, we're good. Doing. All right, so anyways, we're calling it the show. I'm on Twitter at cdcole 55 He's at C-Varent, um, as it's spelled on your Zoom video thing. <coughs> we love Zoom. Zoom's great. Pardon me? We love Zoom. Zoom's a fine thing. Yeah, we tried to take a shortcut by using Skype and it didn't work. So here we are. Um, no shortcuts tonight. It's all no, no shortcuts. Yeah. So, anyways, back to the uh, the whole website thing. So, uh, the whole plan is to have a, a podcast for each Chicago sports team. Uh, so, Bulls, Bears, Sox, White Sox. That's the same as the Sox. Uh, Bulls, Bears, Blackhawks, Cubs. is important. Yeah, I, White Sox. Um, a couple of people on each, and then we'll have Stephen. I'll do like the overall podcast and we're going to work in some gambling as well um at a, a banner day yesterday Steve. you did lots of cash made your way uh thanks to uh a lot of work done by Devonte adams because apparently uh the bears yeah. decided that we're only going to have a few functioning linebackers and then we're just going to bring in people from walmart so i i put a so saturday night in bed i was like i was, I was looking through the the bets and, and trying to figure things out um, and we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But anyway, so we're gonna have a gambling podcast as well. Uh, I'm, I'm watching the Rockets and the Mavericks over here too. Got a lot going on. Uh, so, anyways, we're gonna have the podcast. Watching the Bulls at any time. Bulls tomorrow night. Um, um, and we'll be watching that. Jeff Wright will be watching that for you. No, thank you. If he wants to, you to run with him. I, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna entertain that topic. So, uh, so anyways, we're gonna have hopefully add the website to it and have writers for each of the thing as well. We're going to start out with just the podcast for each team uh, and then kind of expand from there. So I'll be getting back to everyone tonight, um, which is Monday night or in the morning on Tuesday and kind of let everyone know who's doing what and everything like that. So I do appreciate that from everyone. 
for all the submissions and the time you guys took. So anyway, Steve, uh, this is going to be fun. We've got a uh, we've got a lot of of sports to talk about. We're going to start with the Bears, uh, the Bears and Packers. Steve, uh, last night, I guess yesterday afternoon, I guess what I'd call it, the first forty-eight minutes. What they were down 21-16, Then Nagy decides to go for go for it instead of making twenty-one nineteen, which whatever either way. Uh, but at that point, up until that point, that was still a ball game. It was the first 47, 48, 50 some minutes. I mean, you get to the fourth quarter and then late touchdowns by the Packers. But I know you hate the Bears, so let's let's hear. No, your that's that's not exactly fair. I don't hate the Bears. Uh, I'm frustrated by the Bears uh, for many many years. I have watched the Bears. I've beloved the Bears. I have bought the Kool Aid, gone to the games, bought the shirts, bought the jerseys invested my time and energy in a team that clearly has no desire to improve. Now I say that, you know, and, and like I said, if anybody of note decides they want to watch this and say, well, what does this guy know? Why, why does he talk about the bears? Your stupid sunglasses. I love these glasses. It's, it's, it's like my Thor's hammer or it, it's my, I, I guess it's my thing. I don't know. Cause you, it's easier to notice the gaze, but that's neither here nor All right, there. Just go on. The bears it's in spite of themselves, you know, again, yesterday for everybody has been talking for many weeks about how the bears need to win with the personnel. They have what they need to do. Roll Mitch out, run with Montgomery, uh, you know, take time off the clock. And yesterday, everything that we have been preaching, everything that has been preached on sports radio, everything that has been preached by the, the, the professionals, the people that know everything about this sport, they did in the first 42 minutes of that game, which is why against the best team in the league that is infinitely better than they are, they were in that game, tw 21 to 16, a five-point deficit with just over eight minutes to go, I believe, was the time. Now, a couple of things to note in that game that I think are important that caused the trail wreck that not the trail wreck, the train wreck that ensued, uh, you know, after the, the fourth and one botched attempt, uh, you had three opportunities at interceptions three. If you get Aaron Rodgers in a position where he throws the ball errantly enough to have three opportunities to take the ball away and you don't get one, you're not going to win many games against the Green Bay Packers. That is a professional team coached by professional people run by professional people. And you can see it, which is why they're good each and every year. Yeah. The bears are not good each and every year. Why? Because I don't know what the hell's going on at Hallis Hall. It's they're not. No, they're not. And that's something we'll, we'll get to um, next. So next Monday, we're not going to do the show because we've got Ohio state and Alabama, the national title game. So we're going to do it Tuesday night, if you can. We'll do it Wednesday night because I have a wrestling right. podcast. But well, that's neither here nor there. We'll you get you it. know my thoughts on wrestling. <laughs> we're not going to go there because I don't I don't need every wrestling person that I work with to be mad at you. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, wrestling again. is – okay, everyone enjoys different things, fine. But I, I hate it. I personally hate it. You guys can enjoy it. Everyone enjoys different things, and that's fine. I'm not going to tell you what to like because I like things that you probably hate too. So – Whatever. Coughing incessantly. I don't enjoy that. You apparently love that. Okay. I haven't me. since. So anyways, but, um, so we'll but do it Wednesday night instead. The point is, the point is, if you have a chance to take away the ball and you fail to do so, you're not going to win many games. If you've gone for fourth down five times and you have successfully navigated five times and gotten five conversions 
and you've been running the ball successfully and you don't think David Montgomery, even if everybody on the planet knows he's coming and cutting back and he's going in it, you're, you're, you're cowardice or fool. I don't understand why that was even a play. And there's a reason why Allen Robinson wasn't targeted much in that game because they said, we're going to take him away. We're not going to let Mitch have his favorite guy. And they essentially effectively removed Allen Robinson from the game. What he had two receptions for like 30 yards. If that. Yeah. He didn't have any until what the last quarter or something like that. Yeah. At the key point in the game where everything is riding in the balance, you're going to throw it out to Allen Robinson when the world knows that if you're going out of the pocket, the first person Mitch is going to look for is Allen Robinson, which is why right. Mookie had an incredible day because they took Robinson away and they said you're not going to beat us with him so Mooney was a hero he had 10 catches why Mooney wasn't involved in that he had more than that I think he had 30 was it what yeah I think he had about 30 30 catches that's a lot of catches point of the matter is you know you could have done many things on that 11 11 for 93 Steve exactly you could have done many things on that fourth and one you could have run to Montgomery which everybody in the world everybody hub arkish all he said on Twitter yesterday, run the damn ball. Every time he tweeted, why aren't we running more? Why aren't we running more? Why did you call this play? That's the thing that has been the overwhelming recurring theme of this season. What is going on with the play calling? And that's what I can't handle because you're taking it out of the player's hands if you don't know what play to call. And if you're running an offense for whatever reason you're running it and it doesn't work, why do it? It makes zero sense to me. Kick a field goal. If you don't feel like you're going to get that yard, kick a field goal, make it 21 19 and see if you can stop Rogers one more time. Let's also remember that Rogers gave you yet another gift when he threw a pass perfectly and Valdez Scanlon dropped it. That, that should have been a touchdown right out of the gate in the second half. And we got a gift and it led to the three and out, which, which was a big thing coming out of the half. You don't want to give them any more momentum than you have. The Packers gave you opportunities to win a football game and a good football team would have maximized those opportunities and successfully defended their home field and won. the bears are not a good football team. Therefore you had three drop picks you couldn't capitalize on a three and out and on fourth and one with the, with the whole season on the line, not necessarily the whole season, but you're certainly feeling a lot better about the playoffs. If you take number one seed away from the Packers, you end nine and seven and you're moving to the playoffs with some momentum. Now you're a joke again, because you've backed into the playoffs at eight and eight, you're still there. So you can still say it's a, a win of a season if you need to, but I I'm befuddled by that play call after everything good that happened in that game. That is the one thing I'm going to remember. It's the double doink of 2020. All right. Uh, a couple of things real quick. Um, we're, this is, we're going to make this a, a quicker show than normal, but um, uh, two things. One, uh, 18 catches for 134 yards for Komet and Mooney. So that's good. That's very good. Yeah. Um, that's great. I mean, that's two rookies that you drafted this year, obviously since the rookies, um, but two guys on offense that you brought in have made an impact as the season's gone along. So that's bright spot right there. No doubt. And then you look at Allen Robinson, we were talking about that, only five targets yesterday, but like you said, great coverage and stuff. But is Mooney going to be able to play against the Saints? We don't know. That's something. Uh, I haven't checked the injury stuff today. Um, I don't know. Has there been anything? I haven't really looked. I I can look. It doesn't really matter. They're both (laughs) both 
Mooney and uh, and Roquan are questionable. I, I feel yeah, I feel like if they if something serious would happen, I would have heard about it. So um, so that's good. Uh, I will tell you the moment yesterday in the game that I died for a second. Uh, it was when David Montgomery got hurt uh, because two reasons. One, that's the Bears' offense now. I mean, if 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 they don't have Montgomery, then it doesn't matter. Not at all. If he's not running the ball, then it doesn't matter because you don't have Tom Brady, you don't have Aaron Rodgers, you don't have Drew Brees, you don't have. I, I'm leaving Mahomes and Watson. I'm talking about guys that just throw. You know, from now from they, they just throw. You don't you don't have that. You have Mitch, and uh, you don't want that. Um, so, anyways. Uh, so when Montgomery got hurt, two reasons. One, the season was over. Uh, two, I had several bets riding on David Montgomery, <laughs> uh, including his over 25 and a half yards uh, passing or receiving, which he had 63, uh, a touchdown, a larger bet on a touchdown, which um, wouldn't have been good. And then what was the other one? Oh, there's a, a parlay as well. So anyways, that all hit. But then the next play, you see Artavis Pierce come in and just get just destroyed and then you know yeah it doesn't matter no if montgomery's done they don't have anything else you uh you have to question that play call too in a, a important situation on a third down is short and of all now that might have been a play where you could justify going to robinson or trying a passing play because you've lost your, 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 your go-to running back. And I, I think that's what I'm going to try to take away from 2020. Uh, we've known for a few years now that David Robert or David Robert, that David Montgomery is a superstar in the making. And now that he has a mediocre offensive line to run behind, <clears throat> you can see what makes him great is that he gets yards after contact like you know you, you've got some great running backs in this league. that's one of his greatest that's one of his best strengths yeah yeah you got Derek you know, Henry and uh, and Dalvin Cook both of those guys are exceptional because they can get yards after contact when when they get hit they move and maneuver and keep going and that's something that is really fashionable right now with running backs and you either have it or you don't and Montgomery has it in spades because 60% of the time he's getting hit at, you know, one or two yards into his run and ends up making it five or six yards. So he's making that team better. I, I'm just hoping that they're not lulled into a false sense of security that, well, this offensive line is something to build. It's something to grow. It'll be just fine. No, it won't. It will not. You need to get professional people to put on either side. It, it doesn't matter if you have hopefuls, yes, great. You can keep these guys and have them rotate in and, and be backups when people get hurt. Then you have something to work with, but you need a better line. A, a offense like Matt Nagy's doesn't work when you can't block. If right. I mean, you're not wrong, but they've played so much better. I, I think it, now that you, you get, you see what they have, obviously, yes, they need, they need two linemen. I, they need two more easily. Yes, and we'll not, say not just retreads like like Ifedi no, from no, no. I, you I, need I mean two two guys caliber linemen here. Right, two guys that they can count on, um, and that's better than it was at the beginning of the season though. They needed four. And I mean, James Daniels will be back, so that'll be a good thing. But I mean, for now, yeah, they, if they don't have that, then it doesn't really matter. Um, we're let's go real quick to uh your thoughts on Allen Robinson you're you're paying the guy right I mean you're not letting him go 
Well, you know, that's fun. That's a fun thing to discuss. Um, Sounds you, like you are. Well, here's the, thing. here's the thing. You got to have somebody out there. And does Alan, I, I think it's more, does Alan Robinson want to stay? You know, if Alan Robinson can get past the insult of not being paid, you know, because that, that messes with a lot of people. You know, when, when, when you're, you know, when you ask for a contract, when you, when it's time, and your team says, well, let's just pump the brakes and see how the season goes. You know, Allen Robinson is not uh, Michael Thompson. He, he's not uh, Mike Evans. He's not uh, uh, Hopkins. He, but he is a quality wide receiver. He's that level under superstar. Not quite the superstar that some of the other uh, wide receivers that you've you've seen you've seen all year long. I mean, Justin Jefferson in Minnesota. Uh, that guy looks like he's the second coming of Randy Moss in the in the purple uniform. But yeah, what I'm saying is fun to deal with. Yep. I mean, it's 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 kind of like Keiko and Giolito. You've got two really great pitchers. Are either of them your ace? Maybe Giolito is your ace. Maybe Keiko could have been your ace four years ago. Not right now. So. My question is Lance Lynn, nice piece, but to me, you need to go get a guy that when you hand that ball every five days, you know, is going to go six, seven, eight innings and is going to win a goddamn game. Pardon my French. They, they could use a, a playmaking wide receiver to work with Allen Robinson. And then you got Anthony, you got, you got Miller and Mooney could be something special too. So again, they have good pieces. They need great pieces. All right. They need more. Um, all right, let's go real quick to, to next week. I mean, they're playing the Saints at the Saints. Last time they played, overtime loss. Uh, but as I mentioned to you, the defense is playing maybe maybe the last game they played well. <laughs> so it's a different story. Um, Kamara will be back uh, after – I think he has to sit out through Saturday. So obviously the NFL wasn't going to schedule the Saints to play without him on Saturday. I mean, that's – I don't know why people were even making that a thing. Clearly they weren't going to do that and they were going to play Sunday, right? right. I mean – I know the matchups are, are the, the the matchups are the matchups, but imagine if the Bears would have gotten that break. That would have been nice. But um, they're they're ten point underdogs. They're the biggest underdogs of the weekend uh, against or of, of any of the matchups. I mean, ten points for a reason. It uh, you know the, the here's the thing that's that's funny. Uh, the Saints earlier in the season looked unbeatable, but right. Drew Brees got hurt. And I'm not sure Drew Brees is 100%. He's looked good, not great. And I think that affects what they try to do. Um, Kamara is Kamara. He's going to, he, he could go off for 300 yards and four scores at any moment. It, it, he's really impressive. Um, what defense of the Bears are you going to get? It, it's injured. It, it's, it's not spectacular when it's healthy, but now you're missing huge, huge pieces. And if, if you got Drew Brees that's working like a surgeon against some of these, you know, first-year practice squad cornerbacks and safeties, you know, Kamara is going to come out of the backfield. I mean, how about those, those plays where linebackers are covering wide receivers for it, – it, it was astounding. It, Danny Trevathan co covering Marquez Valdez. It, it, it's it's – you just have to shake your head and go – that that somebody thought that would be a, a thing it would be good to do that let's try it uh which makes you question you know the, the who's calling plays and who's coaching this team i don't think the bears players 
are as horrible as this team has looked are necessarily 100% the problem. Uh, the coaching staff has to be held accountable for some of these losses because they have done some absolutely befuddling things in either, I mean, the Bears defense looked in no way ready to do anything, which is unfortunate. But then, you know, you had a little bit of help. You had some help in the second half where Rodgers was not 100% on and you couldn't capitalize on him. I mean, isn't the Bears defense historically opportunistic when they're great? Yes, and they have not been for a little while. Um, <clears throat> what? Uh, give me a score for Sunday. Well, you know, it's it's a, a game that could go two ways. Um, the Bears have absolutely nothing to lose. They they are going in expected to be killed, expected to be destroyed. So if it ends up, you know, thirty eight to three. Nobody's going to, it's, you know, it's just, okay, next year is Nagy going to be back. Is this going to happen? You know, so if it's the more shocking thing, if they somehow find a way to pull it out and it's the playoffs, it's the NFL and sometimes weird things happen, but this isn't just the NFL at the playoffs. This is pandemic NFL at the playoffs. Sure. Could the bears find a way to do something and walk out of new Orleans victorious all signs say probably not, but we've seen, I mean, remember the Giants, the Super Bowl Giants, Tyree catching the ball on his head, beating an undefeated Patriots team. There is not one human being that thought the Giants would even make the playoffs that year. So, you know, you play the games and you see what happens. You know, the Jets beat two playoff teams as they exited the season. So it's it's one of those situations where it's the any given Sunday principle. Anything can happen any given Sunday. Drew Brees could get hurt. Drew Brees could not have a good game. Kamara could get injured in the first quarter. There are a lot of things that would have to happen for the Bears to have a chance. And I think it's a, outside of their own good play. But, you know, I'm, I'm not ready to say they can't do it. I think it's going to end up being close for a long time, much like this game was, because I think the Packers are a better team than the Saints. I'm looking for 27 27 to 10. I think the bears will, I think the bears will, will keep it close. I don't think they'll score 20 points. Uh, I don't think they'll score 14 points. Uh, I just don't think that unless David, unless Montgomery finds a way to go off, but that's a pretty stout defense in, in new Orleans. So uh, uh, seven, 10, that's, that's my thoughts. 31, 21 saints. Um, maybe they'll win, but if they win, then they go play the green Bay Packers at Lambeau. So <laughs> know what you're playing for the third time see that's the fun part of the nfl and that's what i enjoy and that's why i still watch even though they're god awful right now at eight and eight backing into the playoffs what if they are that team what if the 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 gods of football come down and say you are the team this year that is going to catch fire and and do this run and surprise people That'll be tough because there's only one team in the playoffs that they're better than that's the Redskins or the uh, football team. I don't think but. that they're, I, I think that they're worse than everybody. I don't think, oh, come, come on. I don't think the, I don't think they're that's necessarily so dumb. That is so stupid. No, no way. Alex Smith, Mitch Trubisky, where are you going? That deep, that, who's the kid I, on defense in Washington? That's I, my question. That guy's a, that guy's a bruiser. Whatever. So I'm just saying, you know, 
I don't think it's going to be great, but you know, like I said, it's going to be fun anyway. Just the fact that they're there. I mean, we can take that as a win. Uh, you know, I mean, they're here, they're going to play one more game. So what does that mean next year? Okay. So let's say they beat the saints and they go and they get beaten by the Packers for a third time. Hey, they want Matt Nagy want a playoff game. Isn't that been his criticism? Do you keep them? Is everything going to stay the same? Are they going to pay Mitch? Are they going to, are they going to keep it the way it is? Pagano stays as D coordinator. It's still the laser show. Pew, 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 pew to quote the morning guys. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know know what you're doing. Um, Let's quickly go through this bracket and give me your, your picks for uh, next week. We're going to do this. No, no talking, just go bills or Colts bills easily. Yep. Steelers and Browns. Browns upset the Steelers. Actually, you know what we're doing? We're doing Bills. Uh, Bills. Okay, so you're taking the Bills. Bills are six and a half point favorites. Do they? Do they win by a full touchdown? Oh, I give them the. I give them the points. Yeah, they'll they'll win by fourteen. They'll win by two touchdowns. I think you're probably right. I also hate the Colts a lot. Um, so this is good because I like the Bills. This is very good. Um, or this could be devastating. Yeah. Uh, either way, uh, I'm going to say, yeah, I think the, the Bills will probably win. You know, I think they'll – Colts have a decent defense, but, I, I mean, the Colts or the uh, the Bills have a great offense. So, 27 – That quarterback. Huh? That quarterback, Allen, has has it. I don't know what it is. We certainly haven't seen it in Chicago ever. But Josh Allen is uh, just a, a, an amazing athlete to watch. 27-21 they do not cover is my score. All right, the Rams at the Seahawks. Seahawks favored by four and a half. We don't know if Goff's going to play, but it doesn't really matter. I think he's an idiot anyways, so I don't really think that makes a difference. I have the Seahawks winning big in this one, 31-20. I think the uh, the Seahawks put up a lot of points against the Rams, and I think Russell Wilson gets into playoff mode, and you know how Russell Wilson can turn it on. Uh, Carson's healthy this week for the first time in a few. Uh, their receivers are really good. I think there's more in Seattle – for the Rams to be able to stop properly unless Aaron Donald plays out of his mind and disrupts Russell completely. Uh, I say the saints put up 40 points. Uh, I'm going 42 to 14. All right. Bucks at Washington, the bucks an eight and eight point favorite uh, on the road. So I guess that's the bigger, um, barely a bigger discrepancy, I guess, than the, uh, the bears, even though they're 10 points, but they're uh, not playing at home. So it's a big difference. What, uh, what do you got there? Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers are, the only team in the NFC that can beat the Packers. Um, and it's funny how the, the, the bears beat the Buccaneers. I still look back and wonder how that was. God, I mean, Godwin didn't play. They needed that, the late stuff. I mean, it, it was just a mess. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, certainly Tom Brady looked uh, very Tom Brady like uh, in that game yesterday where he was just, he was everywhere he needed to be and more. Uh, Mike Evans, what's his status for the game? Have we heard? Is he questioned? Greatest receiver of all time. Uh, um, I don't know. Oh, day-to-day. I saw I was watching NFL. The hyperextended knee uh, day-to-day. So they're hoping he can practice Thursday is what I saw. Uh, you know, and that's the thing. If Mike Evans can't go, suddenly Antonio Brown gets more targets. And, uh, you know, he's slowly and surely becoming Antonio Brown again. Uh, Brady's too good. I, I don't feel like the Redskins can be Cinderella this year, even though, uh, you know, what, what an amazing job Alex Smith uh, to come back from that injury to actually get into the playoffs, even though the NFC East was just terrible. 
Uh, I'd love to see the Redskins pull off Cinderella and dance uh, Tom terrific right out of the playoffs. But uh, reality dictates the fact that it's probably going to be a big victory for, for Tampa, even though they don't travel too well, but they're not traveling very far. So, you know, I think Tampa wins. I think it's 38 to, I don't know, 13, maybe. I, I don't know how much offense it's going to take when they have no, they're not, they're going to have to abandon the run very quickly. And Alex Smith is better when he's got the play action available. So that I, I don't mean to keep you up. I'm sorry. I'm keeping you up. I thought we were going to engage in sports talk here. <laughs> I'm tired. What can I say? I'm tired. Move along. Move along, Charlie. Nothing, it's nothing to do with you. I'm just tired. Uh, the Ravens at the Titans, these two teams. Ooh, uh, this, we'll get to the AFC. We talked about the, the Bills and the Colts. This, the Ravens and the Titans on uh, Sunday at 105. Ah, what a game. What, what are we doing there? Ravens are favored on the road by three and a half. I thought the Ravens were dead once when Lamar Jackson came back that first game, he came back. I just thought they were dead. And then he came after pooping himself and then he came back and won that game. Like that was awesome. They've been like themselves, their old selves this at, at from this point on at the beginning of the season. I mean, I didn't really think they're going to make the playoffs, but now, and then we see what Derek Henry's doing and what they, the Titans did last year in the playoffs. This is going to be a fun one. Uh, it, it is. And it's going to be, dictated by the Ravens defense almost exclusively. Uh, we know Tannehill is not a superstar quarterback, but he's really good and he plays very well in big moments. At least he has thus far. Um, Derek Henry is virtually unstoppable. Now, if that Ravens defense is plays like Ravens defense that we've seen and, and they can be, and they take Derek, if that's their mission, they take Derek Henry out of it. When Tannehill loses, loses the play action, when he can't, when he can't, when there's no threat of Derek Henry running the ball, uh, it makes it very one-dimensional and makes, makes that team uh, mediocre at best. But if, if Henry goes off and, and puts up 150 yards on the Ravens, uh, Tennessee will probably win that game pretty easily. But if the Ravens play stout defense and keep Derrick Henry under 100 yards and they, they get a few takeaways here and there, uh, you know, that, that could be the difference. And I could see them. Go ahead. Three and a half. What do you got? I am going to say that Derrick Henry is not stopped. I'm taking the Titans and I think it's going to end up being 24 to 20. I don't know what to pick on this game, so I'm not going to. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the Titans, uh, they've got so many weapons. A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, Johnny Smith, who's had a million touchdowns this season, and they're not even counting Derrick Henry, and Tannehill is perfect for that offense. They're at home, which, I mean, it doesn't really matter as much this year. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think – I mean, it, it, the thing about the Ravens now, they have J.K. Dobbins, and they didn't have J.K. Dobbins last year. And J.K. Dobbins adds something else to – that rushing attack that, I mean, Mark Ingram was whatever, but J.K. Dobbins is like that. Mark Ingram now is not Mark Ingram two years after winning the Heisman Trophy. That's that's a different guy. So obviously J.K. Dobbins is is a legit running back. Um, I mean, Ing or Ingram was too. That's not what I'm saying. But I mean, uh, a, a perfect back right now is what I'm, I'm getting at for this offense. Scored two touchdowns yesterday. He's got the speed. I just don't think he has – I don't know. I'm going to the Titans too. Lamar Jackson, though, if Lamar Jackson's on his game and he's running for 100 yards, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so hard to say though. 
it's a tough game. It's a tough game to call. I like the Titans at home. Uh, I do too. Um, say 24 to 17, kind of what I'm going for. It also might be 49 to 35. I mean, honestly, it should be. It should be. So, options. Uh, then the Bears game we've already talked about, which is on Nickelodeon, which is, uh, I mean, people were making jokes about that yesterday. Like, here's SpongeBob SquarePants is the referee for that game, which is exciting. It's so, it's so dumb. Anyways, uh, and then the final game of the uh, first weekend is the Browns at the Steelers. These two teams just played. It doesn't matter. Mason Rudolph played, but these two huge rivals, the Browns in the playoffs for the first time. Uh, the Steelers were undefeated for, what, 11 and 0, and then they were just absolute dog trash for a few weeks. Um, and then now they, they started scoring points again. I don't think they're, I don't, I think the Steelers are somewhere in the middle of where they were. They're, they're not the best team in the AFC at 11 and 0, and they're also not one of the worst teams, or not one of the worst teams, but one of the worst playoff teams in the playoff hunt is what I'm getting at uh, towards the end. So I, I think they're somewhere in between, but also this is the first time the Browns, the Baker has been a, for a playoff game. Um, I don't know. I really have no idea. I guess you go with the Steelers at home because of Big Ben. They're four and a half point favorites. I, I mean, I I say they cover, but then you you wonder if if Chubb and Hunt can control the game too. So I mean, it's a whole thing with this game. It's uh, it's it's plus it's game three of these two uh, teams that don't like each other very much. Yep. Um, any other year, this may even you know any other time. Uh, Steelers Browns it, it's usually a win for the Steelers uh, they're probably a better team uh, better coach team uh, better prepared team uh, they've got great weapons uh, Connor underrated uh, Juju Smith and uh, uh, Claypool excellent their tight end is good uh, Big Ben historic so it certainly points in the the direction of the Steelers and giving them the four seems like the right call but every year there's a Cinderella every year. There's a team that finds a way to get things done. And there's not a team that has more outside of the city of Cleveland support than the Browns do a lot of Baker Mayfield fans out there. A lot of, Hey, Cleveland's first time in the playoffs, make a run. So a lot of support uh, pouring in from across the nation for the Cleveland Browns. Now that doesn't mean a whole lot, obviously, but every year there's that one team that defies logic, defies gravity and, and makes that win. And I don't think the bears are that team, even though they're in the same kind of category, perhaps uh, I think the Browns could win. I think the Browns will win. I think it'll be a field goal. I think that the final score is going to be something in the area of 23, 20 Browns. I think it happens late. I think it's a I think it's a mistake that the Steelers make while driving to win the game that that it's an opportunistic play at the end and a field goal that get Cleveland to the next round where they get blown out. All right. Well, there you go. Um, we have we're, we're we're done. We're done. We're done. We're the Bulls. We'll talk about the Bulls. They just started. You hate the Bulls. I love the Bulls. No, see, I don't hate the Bulls. That's see, that's that's a, a misnomer. I think you hate all the teams. If the Bulls could play Washington every week, that's a damn fine team you have there. They're very young. Now, Clinton, I, I mess with you because I enjoy the reactions you give. I live for those texts where you tell me to screw off, but with much yeah. more applicative tones. I enjoy that because I know what a fan you are. And, you know, I'm not blind. Billy Donovan is the biggest upgrade at coach that they could have made. 
I don't know if he'll, I don't know if he's the Doug Collins or if he's the Phil Jackson that gets them where they need to go, but he's definitely better than Boylan. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think uh, they've had a coach as good as Donovan since. Uh, well, well, Tibbs is good. Tibbs but- is good. And, and Tibbs almost took him to the promised land. One injury kept that team from doing bigger things, but that's neither here nor there. I love some of the young players. They play with a lot of heart, but they just don't have enough people that can close a game. And, and with in the NBA, if you don't have a closer, you, you know, it's, it's a tough sledding. They're three and four. So, you know, when they started off, zero and three, you know, I, I'd thrown them under the bus, like you say, but you know, that game last night, even though Don Donchich didn't play, they played well, they played as a team, they played together. You see improvements in their game. You see them playing like a team. Sometimes uh, you've got to stop these, these, these 30, 20, point these these big losses where they get blown out of the arena they need to develop some consistency but you know right now they're kind of in the middle of the pack and you know it, it all it takes is a team to buy into somebody's concept and execute an offense of a professional coach like billy donovan who knows i mean what do you what, what is your favorite part of the bulls i think that's my maybe that's where i need to ask you the favorite I, part of them what about them do you like? What make when I when I talk crap and I say this team is uh, a circus freak show? Um, what what do you disagree with that I don't see? I mean, you're much more astute at basketball than I am. I, I'm admitting that that's certainly true. Uh, I follow basketball like a fan. I'm not a student of the game. Even at IMS, uh, the Kevin Bradleys and the Ryan Horvats of the world uh, were the basketball scholars. I was merely along for the ride. Um, but I, I enjoy watching them. Even when they get blown out, I still find things that I like. I still like that rookie, Patrick Williams, I, I think could be something special. I think Kobe White, I think if they got a point guard and let Kobe be Kobe, I think things could be a lot better, but they're going to make him a point guard. That doesn't make much. That's like making Devin Hester into a slot receiver. It just doesn't make any sense. They're in the choice right now. Well, I know, but you, you need to make a better choice. You know, there were option opportunities to bring in a point guard, but are we still at that point where nobody really wants to come here? Right. I mean, right at this point, yes, until these guys prove themselves. But anyways, uh, Patrick Williams is good. I want to ask you one more question. Mm-hmm. I think it would help the Bulls' free agency chances if we put a sign on Felicio's uniform that says yard sale. <laughs> He's so bad. There, there are still half that roster. It's like last year, there was a good six or seven people that don't belong in the NBA on the team. So that's bad. This year, not as many. So I'd say there's probably three or four of this. So that still, that still don't belong in the NBA. We talked about this the last time we did this. What? Who is untouchable that you wouldn't move on that team? Who are Patrick the players? Williams? Pardon? Patrick Williams. That's the only one. You have one guy. Uh, you, you're going to move Kobe. You think Kobe's uh, a building block to get something else? So I think you keep your debt. You definitely need to trade Levine. That's my opinion. Um, How about marketing? You've always been a big glory marketing. So honestly, I would, if if I could have the team, it would be, you have Kobe, you have Patrick Williams, you have marketing and those three, and then you go with whatever else you can get from that uh, after that. So Um, you're done with Wendell Carter and, and, and people like that. He's not a center and they have too many fours. Like he's just not a center. Like, yeah, yeah, that's nice. not. I don't know. I think they need a. I don't think it'll work. Is what I, I guess. Um, 
Yeah, you yeah. Donovan, you you kind of poo pooed me there at the beginning. You're not a a a, a scribe of uh, Billy Donovan as the best coach. No, 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 that's not right at all. I, this is the greatest hire they've had since I like him better than Tibbs. But it's a funny story. So, um, this summer when I was in Texas, uh, the last night I was there, I haven't told anyone the story. I've told people the story, but not real, or like not on the record. Uh, so, anyways, so the last night we were there, so Billy Gillespie was a old coach at. Kentucky and then Texas A&M, uh, but he's from Texas and um, got a, he's got a, a checkered past. We'll say that. Um, you have a checkered. Uh, well, not, not like Billy Don or not like uh, Billy Gillespie. Um, just, it doesn't matter what he did, but not a, not, not a, not a role model, I guess you would say, but anyways, knows his basketball. So last night we were there. We went to out to eat with some of the coaches and he was friends with the baseball coach there at that junior college. Cause whatever, they just knew each other. Um, so anyways, he was telling me some basketball stories and he was telling me some stuff, stuff about Jim Boylan and just, just uh, some other bull stuff too. Uh, what was he saying? He And then, then we were somehow started talking about Billy Donovan, people to replace Jim Boylan. And he told me, I, 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 don't know, I can't really say what he told me, but he told me an interesting story about Billy Donovan, but he, he just loves Donovan and that he's one of the best coaches, one of the best, X's and O's coaches and for young players as well. So that, that really made me excited um, for, because that's what the Bulls have. They, they have to see what they have. They have a lot of trash, obviously. Now Donovan's seeing it, AK seeing it. I mean, and the front office is seeing it. So now they know exactly what they need to do, which is fine. I mean, what, what were they going to do in the offseason anyways this year? Nothing. You still have Otto Porter, who's making destination spot as is right now. But like I said, you know, a, a little bit of, uh, a little bit of success and some good coaching and maybe the season's less of a dumpster fire than it's been lately. So, you know, like I said, I don't hate the bulls. I, I don't hate any of these teams. Uh, you and I, I love to, I love to mess with you and I love to give you, you the business. I mean, the white Sox are my favorite team and I still trumpet trash talk with you, even though I'm rooting for them. hundred percent. Awful. Uh, the Blackhawks keep inviting me to the parade. Mm-mm. Uh, final things on the Bulls real quick. Uh, we'll talk about them more next week, but I don't know. They're, they're better. I mean, they're, they're better. They've got less trash on the team, um, but they're still, it, obviously you, you have to have stars that, that you need two stars. They have three quarters of the star in Levine. So that, that's not really, not it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter. So anyways, we'll talk about them later uh, or next week. The Blackhawks open the season next Wednesday. So we'll talk about them next week a little more. Uh, Taze, Seabrook, Soderbergh, Doc, and, and Nealand are all out for uh, for now. So that's not going to be too fun. But we'll get more in depth that. Yes. Question: What's this? Here's my question: What is worse right now, the opening day roster lineup, the starting lineup for the Blackhawks, or the Bears defense going into the Saints game? Well, Blackhawks made the playoffs last year. Remember, as you as you recall, they made the playoffs this year. Yes. Or, I mean, this past, this year, but last season. Right. So, we got two playoff teams coming. I mean, what, what, and then the White Sox made the playoffs. You're too negative for how great our teams are right now. You no, know, I, I was, we were talking before the show, and I said, we are at a time uh, of desolation in Chicago sports. And you reminded me that what more do you want? Except for the Bulls, every team made the playoffs. Yeah. It so, pandemic, so the, the rules have stretched somewhat. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do some baseball stuff next week. So obviously the White Sox and Cubs have done some stuff. Uh, they hired a new announcer today, a lot of other good stuff, but I think that's to do it for now. 
Um, yeah, it's been fun. I will get uh, get to the people and, and kind of let them know what's next. And we'll do a show. What'd you say next Wednesday? We will do one next Wednesday and uh, it will be glorious. Uh, it will be a little more organized because uh, we, yeah. it was the technical side of this that may have gotten it a little uh, wonky to start with, but uh, I, a good talk. It's always good talking to you, Cole. Uh, you, have a, you have a unique perspective uh, because you've traveled many places and seen many things that I, I'm not sure that everybody realizes how many miles. I mean, having me, the guy that fixes your car, I know miles you go. Um, but you know, with, with all the, all the minor league baseball you did and all the photography you've done, uh, both at Purdue and for the White Sox, uh, you have a much more unique perspective than a lot of people working in sports talk industry right now. And I think that's, what's going to make this, uh, th this little, uh, the show thing we got going here, very interesting and insightful because you're going to tell us stories about where you've been and what you see. And I'm just going to yap and yell and, and make jokes. Cause that's, that's my shtick. That's my five minutes. It'll be fun. And, uh, car's doing great. So that's good. Um, yeah, I think we'll, we'll wrap it up there. Um, uh, Twitter at CD Cole 55 here at Steve Aaron's. Um, we'll have a, we'll have a full page of a new Twitter page of all that other stuff. And I don't know, like I said, this was kind of the introduction show as, as, as you said, and this week we're kind of ironing out some details and the next week we'll be going full bore, but, uh, yeah, it was a good little talk and let's end this right now. We will see you next week right here on the show. Good night, everybody.